This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everyone. This is Anthony Cashprince, joined by Jeffrey Flanagan. We're going to talk Royals here in the new year in 2016 as the Kansas City Royals look to defend their world championship title. And they made a huge move in their bid to do so, retaining Alex Gordon on a four-year contract, uh, a move that would have been labeled a huge surprise going into the winter because I think it was uh, the Royals were roundly counted out uh, in their efforts or ability to, to bring back uh, – one of their key leaders and one of their franchise faces. But as we know, uh, in a crowded outfield market, things can happen. And the Royals and Gordon were able to work this out. Jeffrey, coming off the, the thrill of October and the parade, what does it mean for the defending champs to have their left field and, and uh, their, their team leader back in the fold? Uh, it's it's uh, an incredible addition uh, because I don't know if when the season ended, uh, they really thought this would happen. But now you look at this team, uh, with the additions of uh, re-signing Chris Young and Joaquin Story to bolster the bullpen. Now Alex Gordon, their four-time gold glover and three-time all-star, is back in left field. And, you know, it's pretty much the same team they, they won the World Series title with last year, uh, uh, except for Alex Rios. So, uh, and they'll probably uh, use a platoon in right field with, with Dyson and Orlando. So uh, it's kind of a message out to the rest of the league that uh, they mean business and plan on getting back to the World Series and repeating. Uh there was some news uh, just during the holiday break about Omar Infante uh, having surgery to remove bone chips from his elbow. Actually, happened in November uh, was the surgery. Uh, first, we've heard of that, uh, but the, the report also said that his status should be fine for spring training. But obviously, Infante is uh, a major focal point as we go into 2016 because there's a guy who underperformed, and uh, of course, the Royals had to go out and get Ben Zobris, who uh, has, has of course since signed elsewhere. So. Uh, not that they have, uh, not that their entire fortunes ride on Infante getting back to form, but you sure feel a lot better about the Royals' uh, hopes of, of returning to the World Series if, if Infante, uh, you know, can get back to the player he once was. What's his status as we look ahead to spring training, and um, is there any possibility that the Royals would still look to make a move at second base, or do you think they're they're pretty secure with Infante? Yeah, I think they they're probably pretty secure with him. You know, they still got. 18 million dollars more to pay him over the next two plus years, and um, you know they haven't forgotten what he did uh, two years ago when he had a career high in RBIs with 66, and I think he hit 920, had 924 OPS in the World Series that year. And uh, last year was obviously a disaster offensively. Um, he actually was pretty healthy last year, uh, and the bone chip thing's been going on for years. And um, you know that's not a, a 100% fix, but I think it just will get rid of some of the irritation and pain. Um, and they still believe in him defensively, and that's you know, the hallmark of their team is, you know, Dayton and his staff. They think defense first, and it's kind of hard for fans to you know wrap their arms around that. But that's how they're built, and uh, they will suffer through some poor offensive years uh, from some players as long as those guys can defend. And Dayton, Dayton wants uh, eight defenders out there, and 
Omar Sewell's one of those guys. He turns the double play just about as good as anybody outside of Robinson Cano. And um, he was very stubborn offensively last year. We saw that uh, teams, you know, pitched him slow inside and fast away, and he, he just would not make any adjustments. And I think what they're hoping from him is uh, to really work the spring training on on making those adjustments at the plate the way that Mike Moustakis did last off season. And, you know, Moose got rid of some of his stubborn habits. And they, you know, it's kind of hard to teach an old guy like Omar a new trick. But, I mean, they, they would just like to make him have him make a couple adjustments, maybe move off the plate a little bit, you know, pass on the outside stuff. And uh, just become, you know, if he hit 250, 260, um, which is kind of who he is, um, and, you know, drive in the big runs once in a while, which he did two years ago, they'd be certainly happy with that. And uh, it's, it's, it's a contract that uh, it's tough for small market teams to, to handle, but uh, they needed to give him that fourth year to lure him here two years ago when there was a giant hole at second base. And really, there's nobody right now outside of Christian Colon who could fill that hole. So I, I would suspect they'll go into spring training with him as their second baseman. And, you know, down the road, maybe next year, Raul Mondesi takes over at second base and they can eat the final year of that contract. But uh, 2016, I, it looks like Omar is your second baseman. Well, you certainly have to hope, uh, you know, depending on the severity of this elbow situation, if, uh, uh, you know, maybe the elbow helps the shoulder. Uh, if the elbow is healthy, that, that probably uh, affects his throwing motion, and, and he's obviously had a share of shoulder issues the last two years. Uh, when you look at this rotation, Jeffrey, uh, Dayton Moore is, is not unlike any other executive in baseball that instead of five starters, he'd like to have six, seven, eight starters in the hopper. Uh, because we know the attrition rate there. As it stands, the Royals basically have five starters. Uh, you know, Kyle Zimmer is on the horizon, but he hasn't pitched very many innings, obviously, uh, in the minor league level. Uh, Jason Vargas, maybe he'll be available to them in the second half. Who knows? Um, no, not really. Then, he's, he's done for yeah. the year. So. Um, yeah, exactly. So, uh, and then in the group of five, you're, you're relying quite a bit on Danny Duffy uh, turning things around. So, uh, what's the latest on the, the search to, you know, augment that rotation set up a little bit? I think they'll, uh, you know, they would like to be able to uh, maybe move Danny to the bullpen if they have enough depth in the rotation. You know, they went out and re-signed Chris Young, taking a chance on Dylan G. Uh, they, they, uh, they'll definitely, like they always do, they'll they'll find a couple of guys that you've we've all forgotten about, um, and you know, some 30-year-old veteran or 32-year-old veteran and and they'll sign him, and you'll end up with a 3.68 ERA. You know, it's just a, they, they have a terrific scouting staff, and um, you mentioned Dayton wants depth there, and he does like to go into every every season with at least eight viable candidates uh, in the rotation and uh, our possible rotation guys. So um, Kyle Zimmer is, is an up-and-coming kid. Um, he's probably got the best stuff in the organization when he's healthy. Last year was really his first full year of being healthy. Um, you're probably going to see him sometime in the second half. Um, Jason Vargas uh, had Tommy John surgery. He's out for the whole season. He, you know, there's a, a tiny, tiny chance he could, he could be ready in October if they got that far, but but they're not counting on that. So um, they're, they're not done by any stretch of the imagination in terms of their search for more rotation candidates. Um, and they also have you know, another Miguel El Monte who uh, – they're very impressed with. Uh, he's got good stuff, and he could be a bullpen guy, and but he could also be a rotation guy if he, if he starts out the year at AAA and has a you know has a terrific year. He he could get promoted too. So um, we'll we'll just you know keep monitoring it because Dayton's always uh, one of those guys that uh, he doesn't believe that the off season's over until you know opening day April 3rd. So 
find guys like they did last year with Young and Ryan Madsen, even even through uh, spring training in March. So, um, and and get those uh, eight possible rotation guys. Yeah, the Royals have, have kind of you got to pay extra close attention now uh, as we're during spring training to whatever low profile, low level signings they make because they they have hit on so many of those the last couple of years that yeah. uh, no no move was too small. Uh, uh, to uh, or, or too uh, not big enough for us to to overlook. So uh, I want to thank Jeffrey Flanagan for joining us, and thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Kansas City Royals Edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.